0: Cup weekend and there were no shocks at all. Boring. Liverpool hit new lows as Joe Gomez twerks for Mitoma. City beat Arsenal in a game that doesn't really matter that much, I think. And Ryan Reynolds FC set up season two of Wrexham as we discuss the absolute carnage that is transfer deadline day. All that and more on today's episode of From the Back Seat. Um, as usual, usual lineup, standard lineup. So it's me, Jack, and co-host Hugh. How are you, Hugh? I'm good, thank you, mate. I'm good. How are you doing on this crazy, crazy eventful day? I'm good mate There's nothing like Transfer deadline day To set you up You know For some enjoyment It gives me like Do you remember (laughs) Do you remember The infamous like Footage on Sky Sports News When everyone watched like 405 Was it on Sky Sports Channel 405 405 yeah it was And it's just like A rolling thing And they're outside Like Everton and there's just a guy with a dildo I knew you gonna I knew you were going to say that is That infamous. is the pinnacle of deadline day coverage I think they're still going to grounds after the dildo gate <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that was, was a peak fuming. Yeah I mean it hasn't been that kind of deadline day But boy oh boy has it been a big one mm-hmm. We're going to go through some of the larger ones Some say it might be a, a bias towards the bigger teams And you are absolutely correct We have taken the biggest ones and we'll be talking about them yeah. So actually, yeah, that's a good point. So, the setup for today: talk about some matches in the half in the first half, and then we're going straight in to transfer deadline day for the second half. And I feel like it's strictly deadline day arrivals. Like Bournemouth have have gone mad, and I haven't got the time to go through each and every single one. <laughs> nah. Um, but we'll, yeah, we're just going to go through the for the names and the teams that you know. Mm-hmm. Don't kill us for it, guys, please. So, who do you want to go? Where do you want to start? Right, so let's go Man City-Arsenal just because it happened first. It was a pretty dead game, wasn't it? It was yeah. a pretty boring game. I mean, I um, I, did, I wasn't very hopeful when I saw the Arsenal line-up. <laughs> I completely concur with where where, with, with where Mikel was coming from with that lineup. But Holding versus Haaland just seemed like an awful match-up. Mm-hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised by the first half. We were good. We had, dare I say it, the better... The lion's share of better chances. And we kept Haaland quiet. And it was a pretty evenly contested game, and then obviously the second half happened, and we took Partey off and put Le Conga on, and we had an XG of zero point zero four. <laughs> God damn! Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so a real drop off, which will explain a deadline day signing for Arsenal, but we'll come up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like City put out a strong lineup, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, a standard team. All their lineups are strong lineups. Ooh, strong. Oh, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and we we went toe to toe especially in that first half, second half, they were all over us. We didn't really have anything of note. Completely conceded that Partey off, lost control midfield, lost control of the game. Great finish from Ake, rolled it in like Thierry Henry. Where the fuck did that come from? One nil Pep in this uh, first of three, first of three. Yeah, I mean, does it matter? Is that advantage Pep? This one matters does the least, pair? doesn't it? It matters the least. This one, especially it, from an Arsenal perspective, is it is it good for Arsenal? Arsenal are out focus on the league dare I say it you know what I mean It's it's it, it, was, it was a win-win games. for Arsenal it's a win-win and the more games for, for Man City the better mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah interesting one and I feel like Arsenal can come out and feel like we could get a result against City again with a full team and I think that was part of the play is you don't put out your best team straight away yeah you know don't show them all your cards exactly. I like it exactly Mikel mate he's so sneaky so tactical isn't he sneaky boy mate and you know that Pep's going to overthink it anyway play three at the back yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you know Pep they've got Champions League to focus on they've got a small squad which again we're going to come on to because it's a big departure from Man, Getting Man City smaller. today <laughs> not something that I would agree with from the outside but not on the inside um, but yeah it's a weird one I'd, I'd love to know I'd love to know if Pep really wants to be in the FA Cup still either <laughs> to be honest <laughs> I'm sure he'd rather focus on the other competition competitions. I feel like he loves the Carling Cup, or the Carabao, whatever it's called. He's never been, yeah. Never he loves that, that more. He doesn't really care about the He does, up. He does give that. He <laughs> just wants to box off one cup as early yeah, as possible. Yeah, he loves that Carabao in February. So. And then he wants to clear up his schedule in yeah. April or May. I mean, it's true. Maybe the first manager to have an affinity for the Carabao of FA. Loves it. Loves it so much this game just wasn't that interesting. Conga just not very good at football. No, we all it. knew it. There was an interesting flashpoint where... I've seen it, I've seen it during what, the rounds, but it's just him sort of shuttling up and down as the goal no, goes in. so Odegaard shouts at him at one point for his positioning in the game <sighs> and then at the end of the game, where usually you go clap your way fans, he went straight down the tunnel. But Ooh Signed for Crystal Palace down Did he? Yeah. God damn. Something's happened there, I think, I'm pretty sure. It's like that was just gone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is about Lacan, guys. I don't know what kind of player he is. I don't know where he fits in that midfield. Do you know what he is? He's like a Joe Allen, where oh, you know. want to believe there's something going on there, but at least and you're Joe like maybe, yeah, you're like maybe, maybe I just don't understand him. But then after a while, you think no, well, maybe he's just rubbish. The stats don't lie. We we're rubbish. Yeah, that <laughs> in that team. So yeah, so yeah, disappointing, but I'm happy to reduce the fixture list for us, especially with Europe in mind. I think it's a win-win for everyone really I don't even think it matters that much No You've won the epic loads recently It's true It's the one I don't get that excited about No Trying to butter. progress from the, from the cup team label But anyway On to a far more exciting game on the south coast Brighton versus Liverpool I feel like I'm going to let you go first on this one Didn't want it anyway Didn't want <laughs> it anyway We won it last year We don't want it We don't care That's how I feel Didn't even want it Fair, Fair. We could have beaten Brighton should <laughs> still want <laughs> No to be honest We Christ were really We were rubbish again um, We were a bit better Than last time we played them But You were better than last the time The fact that it's not a shock That we lost Is not great The fact that oh, they've no. they scored Eight goals against us In three fixtures This season It's madness that isn't it Yeah That is a madness And if we've scored, scored four, four. <laughs> And we've got One point In the league And we're out of the FA Cup So yeah. They are not so much a bogey team. They're just better than us right now, which is pretty grim. Yeah. But I'm not even mad because I love Matoma. You know, if I was ever going to be one of those people that supports a player and not a team... Matoma? Matoma could be the guy <laughs> to turn my head. I'm not even mad oh, at his goal. He was just so good. Like, the way that... The way he just, like, shimmies and feints. He's just so good right now. He's playing at the peak. He's got the juice. And the way he embarrassed Joe Gomez and Konate. Comically, right at the end of Joe Gomez, where Joe Gomez is just twerking on the floor. Oh, Joe. But Joe he was... getting down and dirty in the 92nd minute. <laughs> it was going on there. It's a special goal. It's a very special goal. I've never seen someone take it on half volley and then faint. It was like he was he was half a second ahead of everyone. Everyone else was a little bit no, slow and he's really just like... Madness. If I just shoot now, no one's ready. No, it that was mad. Bad. I, I literally couldn't believe what I was seeing. No. I think Matoma would try that. And we know so little about Matoma, but... He's really exploding this season. He don't, is the yeah. form player. He is the Miggy Armour of this period of the yeah, season, for sure. 100%. Turn into gold. Is it a crisis for Liverpool? I think it's been a crisis for a bit because have we even won <laughs> since the World Cup? Maybe we won one game. Beat Villa. Yeah, that was a weird anomaly looking back. Mm. But overall, we've been pretty terrible. We played Wolves this weekend. I don't feel great about that either. No, well, you didn't beat him earlier in the feel... cup. Did you? Oh, he did. Sorry, he did, actually. Yeah, so I feel like yeah, that was probably our only win. We beat Wolves in the cup, which yeah, not great. But yeah, I think at the moment in this game, there's some disturbing signs of like bad discipline. There's a couple of like contentious challenges that could have been red cards. Fabinho, Fabinho, Fabinho. but you know there could have been there could have been others. But Fabinho is the main culprit. But yeah, I think that's a really bad sign. Boy, Fabinho? Yeah, he's dropped off to a point where I mean he was like top three DMs for me he was one season. of the best midfielders in, in the world yeah At. he was a 10 on the Tyrone Mink scale in the best way possible yeah all action Like for me he was the game changer against City yeah and that first and game he played I think Oxlade Chamberlain slapped it in must have been was it Champions League yeah, yeah. he was just dominating that like, the, the, he's a monster yeah. he's yeah. up an octopus it's just, it's just not the same though nah he, he's, he's so bad now that the other guy Pajetic we should just play him for a bit oh, that's just run with it that and that's crazy, crazy isn't it because I don't even know who that guy is I, I mean he looked good though um, there was another flashpoint Trent subbed off just before the hour mark obviously you don't want to see a player happy to come off but mm-hmm. it's rare to see Trent get subbed off so early a lot of faith has been bestowed upon Trent by Klopp since he's come in is he finally losing patience I feel like Jürgen is losing more than patience I feel like he's losing authority at the moment feel like whatever's Mm. going on either he either the players aren't agreeing with his message anymore and his tactics or they're not listening to him properly or just he's just they're just tired of his methods but there's a disconnect now because you can see he's visibly frustrated like he's just looking at them like what the fuck are you doing and they seem to not be able to play football very well or like try very hard it's worrying because it does look like he doesn't know how to turn this around it is looking like he might not be able to turn it around because it's been like three months now yeah how long do you stick? I mean, it's such bad time. He signed a new contract in, in the summer. I know, it is crazy. In the back of a quad feels crazy to say it, but I feel like he's he's struggling. That seventh season thing is really is a real thing. <laughs> I don't understand it. But it's a real thing. Well, I've I've mentioned it before, and I'm going to say that I don't know for sure, but you know that like the the Liverpool medical department there's long been kind of animosity between the playing staff and the mm. medical staff and I feel that Klopp might push his players too hard and he that definitely does after seven years you know like the human body just can't can't do it at that same intensity anymore and I remember reading such an interesting article in The Athletic guys get a subscription so we can get bought by them <laughs> <laughs> um, about how medical the medical staff at Liverpool were too scared to tell Klopp that they shouldn't play a certain player mm. you know the playing staff had their own particular timeline when the players should come back and obviously medical staff have their own timeline too and there's not enough cohesion between the two departments mm-hmm. so to speak Do you know what I mean? yeah Um. I just think I think that's ringing true because I can so imagine Klopp just scoffing in a poor little physio's face I think mean, Klopp cares about someone's ACL condition too no. much if it means they can come back for a big game yeah. but you know is Klopp paying the price for you know, not listening to the to the professionals when it comes to recovery and rehabilitation for players we have had so many injuries this season and maybe everyone was just on painkillers for like the last four months of last all got asthma so yeah they're on <laughs> inhalers <laughs> they're on painkillers they're on those whatever those you know like the magic sponge they have yeah, the magic sponge yeah, applied yeah, yeah. but now they're all broken maybe they're all just injured and maybe they're just probably they've just been running to the ground but Unfortunately there's no good managers out there Who could pick this up Because Sean Dyche has finally found a job So (laughs) there is no one I'd rather have than Jürgen still So I'll clop in then Clop in Clop in to the bitter ends mate Unless we're 17 Clop in Fine I feel like at any point mate We could just buy a really good midfielder And then everything looks a bit different Or just jettison We We need not a Chelsea overhaul But we need a sort of Not even a Nottingham Forest overhaul we need some just kind... just need two or three players to leave and two or three players to come in. Yeah, two or three decent bodies. The identity of the new team needs to change. New energy. We need to evolve. One more thing, and I know this is getting a bit Liverpool-centric, but another game for Gakpo. Another anonymous display. A bit meh, wasn't it? It's a bit meh. He's, he's a serious... He's very low on the, on the Ming scale, though. But... Yeah. I just think right now, it's bigger problems than that. I'm of not, course. I'm just not too of worried course. about it. But yeah, he hasn't done anything really since joining <laughs> but am I confident that we could get our money back worst case I'm very confident we could get that yeah so yeah. I just think it was a low risk signing there's more upside than downside uh, I mean look I'm not judging him just yet it's just when, I was, when when Mudrick came on I hate to go back to Mudrick again when he came on against Liverpool them, them 20 minutes I was wet I was yeah. fucking I was excited <laughs> man. I was excited and I haven't had that with Gakpo I even got it with Trossard against City there were mm. glimpses where I was like ooh that's what he brings I haven't it, seen it with Gakpo yet. it is possible that we've bought just an absolute like Eurodivisi <laughs> flat track bully but he's actually just really average I mean he, he'll need time to adjust and he's been thrown into an attack that is already Fred Barefin so look I'm not going to bash him just yet I'm just saying yeah. he didn't get me very wet I'm not sure i I want to continue this conversation. <laughs> uh, one more word on Brighton. They're just, they just—they really are a You've Got so many heads. Yeah. They just keep coming back. You there know for a fact, whoever that—that that 18-year-old they signed from Sweden. Ah. Uh, you know, you just know. that you've already missed out yeah. on the next 70 mil player. Oh, uh, I don't even want—I don't even want to see his YouTube highlights because I don't want to know how good he's going to be. But no. two, in two years' time, you're going to see this guy just lighting it up in the brown <laughs> So, their system will be if they loan him out next season or the, for the rest of this season, you know he's going to be good. Yeah. Because that means he's in the system. They, they loan him it out for the, a year you know that NCISO fella. They do it to everyone. <sighs> everyone they rate, they loan out immediately. It's just mental. It? And then when they're ready, they bring him in. Mate, Tony Bloom, give me a job. Star Lizards, absolutely love you guys. But there you go. Liverpool in the mud. Brighton, do it once again. Now, I've got Man United Reading next. Not gonna delve into this one too much. There's two major talking points. Rashford gets another goal. He's actually looking unstoppable. Is he the best player in England right now? Easily. Have to say it, don't you? Mm. There's just this ruthlessness to him that I haven't seen. Like there's no differing. He's just so direct and Yeah, crazy stuff. But an injury to Ericsson. Mm. A naughty injury to Ericsson as well, left on crutches. Who did it? Not sure. Fair enough, don't know why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> a Reading player. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, presumably. Um, now obviously that's going to feed into their deadline day transfer which is uh, not quite finalised but Fabrizio says here we go so I'm inclined to believe it's happening, we'll come mm-hmm. on to that. But a big loss in Eriksen, he's actually been low-key a very good player in the midfield. He has Yeah, it's possible that we all got caught up in the shininess of Casemiro and maybe they've both been equally as impressive he's been good you know he has a lot of assists assists in that they're they're a perfect pairing when you think about they've got totally opposite skills Mm. but they work really well together it's very cleverly put together really those two and it's it's for the now it's not for the future it's for right now it's for right now just to get Man United back in the Champions League basically next couple of years and then they can look about legacy players replacing them but yeah really interesting pivot and a big loss for Man United but here's a question for you are you allowed to challenge Ericsson that that dirtily? Is that morally acceptable of a man who celebrated his resurrection like exactly one year ago, basically, this month? It's mental, actually, isn't it? It's yeah. mental how quick he turned it around. As you know, that's bullshit. Yeah, it was 2021. Yeah, that's absolute garbage. Yeah. Apologies, listener, garbage. 18 months ago. Garbage, garbage. But, yeah, no, I mean, I thought Ericsson would be the first Sorry. one to say he doesn't want any special treatment. It was one year since he came back to professional football. Don't dig any further, mate. Uh, <laughs> Full <Football laughs> resurrection. <laughs> uh, but Man United are continuing their form and they're still in Carabao. They're mm-hmm. still in FA Cup. Do you think um, they're going to win a trophy? I think they could be that, that cup team. <sighs> I think they could be that cup team. just sweep The up gateway domestics. cup. Yeah. Onto the bigger things. a statement, after. to be fair. It would, mate, after a couple of years in the wilderness. Yeah. And a justification of Ten Hag and everything that he's done. So it would be interesting I mean the final in the Carabao is definitely going to be Newcastle United which is going to be a really interesting final I think it's going to be so dull you reckon Newcastle don't concede any goals yeah but it'd be interesting because two teams that really haven't been there it's so nice not to see Liverpool City in the mm, true just up there you know just seeing like all these different teams I, I mean it, it, under 2.5 goals is an absolute banker you reckon put your house oh, on it I don't know. listen up put your house on it we're not legally responsible for any losses again <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to it and I think there'll be loads of goals so I think it's going to be absolutely turgid and I don't want to watch it fair enough right Preston versus Spurs a uh, goal for some a win for Tottenham <laughs> I've done Tottenham really dirty here but have they finally found their level <laughs> against championship opposition <laughs> <laughs> that's rude <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's 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 a key win you know Conte if he wins an FA Cup I could see him leaving I'll be like screw this can't be bothered for another season of this but he's gonna leave anyway he maintains like his uh, his reputation as a serial winner he's always on a trophy yeah yeah At every club so don't rule it out and that'll be the first trophy Spurs fans have seen since maybe stop there's no need for this oh <laughs> <laughs> since electricity <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know a goal for you know, he needs to get his, his confidence back where yeah. is that man what is up with all of last season's good players dropping off there's something in that Sun Cancelo Trent Saturn. Salah yeah there's probably more but that's just off the top of my head yeah. all the best players last season KDB's the only one who's kept it up because he's, he's he's a beast post-world Cup, he's been a, bit. Bit, camp, he's bit, been a bit, bit quiet yeah but no I know what you mean but I mean there's something in this Harry Kane nothing has been extraordinary exceptional last season did it it, it must just be season. the games. It must just be the games. It must just be the schedule. But the schedule was normal last year. Condensed schedule early start this this time, World Cup. I don't know. No, I mean there was yeah, you're right, there was definitely an early start pre World Cup in terms of start of the season. We started earlier in August. Might even started in July actually. No, I think it was August. There's a funk though. There's a funk there with a, a lot funk. of the a lot of the players who've been here then, a while you know, this is just how it goes isn't it football is so up and down and realistically could we expect Son to maintain the form that he had last year because he's never done it previously oh, he's done it for a few years he peaked last year he but peats. he's the drop off is like insane since then mm, it's alright there's a new Asian star player in town so it's fine maybe it's that yeah maybe it's just been knocked off his perch and lost his identity a little bit (laughs) yeah he's not getting the sponsors anymore (laughs) yeah (laughs) i rock up at Matomas door yeah right I did want to have a quick word on Wrexham's FA Cup exploits as well how could you not it was the best game of the round what a game it is pure Hollywood in all senses of the word on and off the pitch it really is Ryan Reynolds was in attendance the Welsh hero flown Um, in flew out same day loves it loves it and I love that he loves it He's very, very good at leveraging his own brand to make Wrexham big. I think he has the best public brand out of like Hollywood It's There's not really there's a like a collective of like established celebrities, but yeah. it's not really celebrities anymore, is there? No like, he, The Hollywood star is more of a myth now. But his is very strong. His is strong. He's his got strong. he's got appeal to all age groups basically. Yeah. Both well, genders. He's a fun dude, isn't he? Nice guy. Doesn't it take himself that seriously. Doesn't day. take himself that seriously just very good doing looking. a good thing with Wrexham he's a good looking lad his wife's got a good crack it's a great public brand he does great cross pollination as well of his different businesses mm-hmm. like Aviation Gin or there was another one there was some sort of fucking advert that was filmed in the Wrexham Stadium that was unrelated to Wrexham he's great at just marketing all of his brands at every time yeah. on everything now I do want to caveat all this talk on the, rom- the romantics of, of Wrexham is that it's about to go on a massive tangent there <laughs> and romanticise <Rexham's> resurrection. <laughs> um, and they are paying whopping, whopping wages for the leagues that they are in. So Yes, they are. There is a caveat. Right. But they're not the first to do it. They're not the first to do it. Salford City do it, and they're yeah. run by Gary Neville on that. So fuck them, you know? And Ryan Reynolds, as far as I know, is not guilty of human rights abuses. Not yet put a pin in that listener you can come get me in 10 years if I'm wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we should probably mention Rob McElhinney Milka- Rob yeah he's so involved <laughs> I feel so bad for him because he's the one who actually wanted to do this I know, yeah but he knew he needed to bring bringing a face yeah you know, Ryan Reynolds is the face I wonder if it comes out of their own money I don't know maybe that's why they did the it documentary It's still expensive to run a football club in the National League yeah, I think yeah. Like presumably, right? Based on the documentary, they said it costs them about a million a year in losses. Thing is, they must recoup so much from like the series, the marketing. Yeah, like, well, I think they've plugged most of the hole through this aggressive promotion of the it's brand. It's smart, though. You know, like, and it will work if they if they keep just getting the best players and getting good manager and not doing stupid stuff. Well, if they can get up the league this year, yeah, get into League Two then you, you know League 2, League 1 all the way to the championship it's just it's consolidate anyone's yeah. game yeah, yeah yeah, if you've got the budget and you've got as you say stability and they'll sell out every week yeah well for sure. it's very passionate like Wrexford fans are completely behind these two owners so it, it's a fun story it's a very 21st century football story or, it really is fold. it really is but wouldn't you prefer Ryan Reynolds taking over then, than Putin yeah, I, yeah. Actually I, I actually would I think I would too I think I would too Very fair point So uh, how are we doing for time? We're doing pretty good We've got seven minutes until we've done half an hour Which means Unless you've got anything else to say I can talk about my favourite subject We We could fit Sean in now Sean Teich <laughs> to Everton you wanted it listener I wanted it I've got paid 10% on that contract thank you Sean my man honestly Fabricio eat your heart out mate we were calling this since 2022 exactly we knew this was happening the 442 goat is in the building <laughs> the Giacomo Don the Giacomo Don. earthworm Sean oh, oh man what a guy best signing of January I reckon yes um, so here's some hot takes for you, Hugh. Mm-hmm. We haven't done hot takes in a while, so I'm bringing them back. Got them with two absolute whoppers inspired by Sean Dyche. He's he's reinvigorated me to do hot takes. Guess who his first game is this weekend? Arsenal. Arsenal. It's no, Arsenal. It oh no! <laughs> you know what's coming. <laughs> oh, we're gonna lose. Oh, so we're here's my hot take: oh, Everton to win against Arsenal this weekend, and Sean Dyche to remind everyone. It's much more oh, than just a firefighter. DCL, 2-1 victory. Yeah, Mopay playing, playing, playing off DCL. Oh, not Mopay as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's all there. You know what? I think, I, even, I thought Everton would be an easy game. Are we at home or away? Away. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm actually battled. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty, and guess what? It's 12.30, early kickoff on Saturday. <sighs> oh, I could ruin my weekend. <laughs> I really could ruin my weekend real quick. So, I'm feeling good. We've always said there's good and bad teams bad times to play teams and you've picked the single worst moment of the season well you've been scheduled play Everton and the single worst weekend oh, all season is, this is really quite bad this is actually really quite bad yeah. it's going to be a horrible horrible 2-1 win and really it's going to galvanise the crowd and we're going to wonder why didn't we just get Sean Dyche in the summer it's just, it, it makes more sense than Lampard it yeah. really does having Sean Dyche appointed he fries know. without a budget he, yeah. li- he lives on that Literally. You know, I mean, let's talk about Anthony Gordon, obviously his forced his move to Newcastle, forty now. Haven't reinvested it as of recording, and there's two hours just under two hours to go now on this deadline. There Can't see anyone coming in. We're not just gonna hang around for three hours, by the way, Listener. No, no, no. We're, we're just not, gonna We're not on, we're not on Twitch yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see. The rumours are that they're interested in Conor Gallagher, which makes all kinds of sense to me. Yeah. A wonderful link up player to replace a Wobi who Waby is limited, but he's been good this season, but Conor Gallagher is a Elite, I just don't see player. why Conor Gallagher would take that step down. I don't see why Conor Gallagher would stay at Chelsea when they're buying so many new players constantly. Uh, I don't want to typecast and even say that I even know Conor Gallagher, but I can't see in his ego dropping down to Everton from Chelsea. I think he'd rather sit on the bench, and collect his wages. I think this is the problem with Chelsea, it's all about Chelsea, <laughs> you know. Like okay, I, I focus, really... focus, focus, yeah, sorry, because the first half of the next section is all Chelsea, unsurprisingly. Masquerading as transfer deadline day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only got one chance to transfer to be fair. But anyway, you're right. Um more on the Deitch. Yeah. It's good to see him back. I didn't think it would take this long to be honest. I think he's been unfairly branded as a very unsexy football manager. Yeah, but you think Damn right effective though. When you think, look how rubbish Norwich were, right? And then look how good Burnley were. He's much better than just someone who plays four four two. When he's outsmying like all the best managers. With players that cost like one hundred k, two hundred k, and they're like, "What he's doing is actually very clever. Like he's got like inverted wingers before they were hot. Four four two molding into three at the back, depending on transitions. He's actually, he's actually a decent manager.
1: And yeah, like and in Everton,
0: this could be the actual manager they've needed since God knows when. Since Moisey, probably. Wow, wow. Well, I hope we smash them this weekend. Now, I got one last question on this whole, this whole thing. It's just how much did you pocket from this one, Jack? All right, you've been plugging this for, for months, literal months. All right, and you finally got, and you finally supported <laughs> a, a Premier League job. All you need to know is this will be my last episode, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be moving to Merseyside with my man. <laughs> uh, We're looking at a nice, a nice uh, bit in the whirl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a nice bit in the whirl, is it? <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that. Well, look, I, apart from this weekend, I wish him all the best. I hope he does well. I do hope Everton stay I think it'd be a shame to be in the Premier League without Everton being there well mate don't you worry because my second hot take (laughs) Everton's finished 12th 12th I I had a look at the table and and that's above Palace and the rest of the sort of contenders they're not going to get in above Villa but 13th is not hot enough so I've gone with 12th I mean they are only 3 points off Leicester and 14th so it's really not out of the realms of possibility Mm -hmm. 9 points to Crystal Palace I don't know about that but they could get out but like, like we said last week it is anyone's guess who's getting relegated this season like it's the form is pretty much one for one there's three points separating 20th to 14th I, I'll i bet any listener in the last 10 years we haven't had a relegation battle this close this late in the season halfway halfway through usually there's like two teams that's just stinking yeah and one's called just, Norwich one's called Norwich one's been Fulham I was yeah. in Bournemouth that's a great point Fulham's not even involved this time no, remember Sheffield last year absolute yeah. rubbish absolute trash In Norwich last year joke so that's true See Chris Wilder fell off mate fell off a cliff fell off massively we were heralding him as this next England manager yeah tactical genius yeah got found out I think But found man Sean out Dyche, mate well Sean let's see what you got Sam over to you big man if 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 Everton beat Arsenal I don't think he's coming back Sean yeah this that will also Let, be this is the end boss, of the podcast yeah. if Sean beats us this weekend then Sticks it to us. So He's gonna not gonna be able to face me on the next episode. <laughs> oh, man, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I'm rattled already. I'm rattled. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared for Saturday now. I don't know what to say, but it's gonna be a cauldron, cool mate. You know. We'll be fine. You know what? With five points ahead of the game in hand, it's fine. This is a comfy, comfy position that we're in right now. James Harkowski is coming for second, mate. Gonna smash him. Alright. All right take a break take a break welcome back from the Backseat Football Podcast this is part two of our FA Cup deadline day special and we've done the FA Cup so we're going to go to deadline day let's do it Go first Oh, oh sorry I just wanted wanted to I wanted to tee us up I wanted to give us some New UEFA regulations Go on then No this is relevant Go on then So before we get into Transfer deadline day It's important to caveat What the F is going on With Chelsea (laughs) Because that's basically What's What we all want to know Isn't it Let's let's be (laughs) honest Since Since the summer It's just been one log Transfer window of Chelsea Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to make Signings in between the windows But every month A little present So yeah, I'm gonna do a little a little readout of something quickly. So it's worth reminding everyone that you can only include three new Champions League players in your in your Champions League squad. Which means yes, that I of all those. of them, four out of Yao Felix, Mudric, Enzo Fernandez potentially, Mudrecki, Badashil, Badashile, Fafana and Andre Santos. So quite a few of them are not going to be involved, so they're just going to be sitting on the bench, which is not that big of a deal. But then the other thing as well is that the reason that Chelsea have been going so so wild is because there's an impending FFP loophole that's being closed. Correct. Which basically will stop clubs, when I say clubs, I mean specific clubs called Chelsea, <laughs> um, amortising the cost of buying a player over these really elongated contracts. So if you if Midric is a hundred mil and the contract is ten years to keep it simple, that's actually ten mil that transfer cost. Yes. In the summer. Exactly. So it's done over the length of their contract. Exactly. So it's on the basis that they continue to make money every every season and do well, but that's why they all got these crazy contracts and it seems like they've got an endless pot of money because they're just pushing the cost down the road. It's across a period. It's across a decade. It's across, it? yes, it's across. Yeah. It's across the decade. Eight years most of it and. So FFP's coming in to stop that, which is why they're going full gas on this Enzo Fernandez deal, because they just can't stop, and apparently also um, Caicedo at the same time, so yeah, it's just a very interesting experiment for everyone to watch and see what happens. As a rival fan, well I say rival, we are actually rivals in the table. You are, mid-table. Makes me feel bitter, because I could really do with one midfielder let alone like four of them you never know you could get another consortium come in but they yeah, might I mean, just drop the same out of the can <laughs> there's always opportunity I'm looking at like Mason Mount Conor Gallagher I'm like come to Liverpool we need some yeah. fresh energy we'll talk about it because it is it is the dominant dominant kind of topic in, in England at the moment English football I still believe it will go wrong for Chelsea in some respect mm-hmm. I think some will come off there's no doubt about that but these long contracts these absolute stack of attacking players that they have who's to say they're going to be able to shift you know Loftus-Cheek or Hudson-Odoi who's on 200k a week you know like I forgot about him it's very hypothetical isn't it it's very kind of based on we're going to get rid of a lot of people too you know put a six he's going to move for less money you know Mm -hmm. we've seen it before I've seen it at Arsenal people just digging their heels don't want to leave a big contract we've seen it at United true that so I think there's going to be problems from such a strategy which is why we've never seen it in such fashion, so to speak. It's high risk. It's high risk, but Chelsea can be fucking exciting team to watch. <laughs> yeah. It, it's high reward, you know. It can be good. It can be really good. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm excited to see Chelsea's line-up yeah. <laughs> the weekend. But no one will know, but they're hoovering up all of the best talents. Yeah, I mean, there can only be benefits from buying the best and I still think it's, it's a good strategy if you've got the money there, but the reason why this was brought in is that UEFA and FFP don't want other clubs who don't have the financial backing to take the same route and potentially bankrupt themselves in the process Mm -hmm. Um, because the risk is there and Chelsea are just kind of in that perfect storm situation that is the risk is that if you break it down every transfer window Chelsea have spent 40 mil for 8 years now Mm -hmm. something like that and so those are the risks that if they miss out on Champions League football for example then they're in a really sticky patch where they probably can't make any signings If these signings don't work out, which inevitably some of them won't, they're all tied up. They've they've tied themselves up for five years now. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, it's interesting. And just to add, UEFA, the max contract you can have under this new law is five years. So, yeah. Well, they can still do nine-year contracts, but it can be amortised to a maximum of five Ah, years. Ah, right. Got you. So... Yeah, just basically getting rid of that creative accounting That's being used by Chelsea So let's speak about Chelsea as we currently speak And I've been checking the updates as we've been speaking It looks like Enzo Fernandez is on his way Oh my god Benfica have allowed a medical Provided, well, in anticipation That this transfer is going to go ahead Although that hasn't been confirmed as of yet So I'm going to need to step away and do the maths for the next pod Because it is mind-boggling Crazy dog, crazy dog I mean they must be close to six, seven hundred I don't even know anymore. Six hundred mil? Let's have a look. Hundred mil every month since Top Bowley took over. Latest update, it's a race against time for Enzo Fernandez to Chelsea is progressing positively though. Ooh-wee. How do you feel about oh. the transfer? Sorry, this is still Twitter rumours. Benfica accepted Chelsea's bid of 130 million euros paid in instalments. Oh my word. The rush is now to get the papers signed. Two hour extension is likely. This is via Ornstein. Oh, it's done. It's done. <laughs> Audio spoken. 130 million instalments. There you have it. Six months in Europe, this lad's played. Oh, Holy shit. Insane, bro. In, we are living in a FIFA career mode, and this is Todd's game this is Todd's main save this is craziness yeah bro because wow. this is off the back of spending at least a hundred million Jan already on everyone else yeah it's his first January deadline day he is going balls to the walls do you think Todd is sitting by the fax machine right now just shouting he's in Lisbon mate Shout across the board yeah like, fucking right father faster
1: <laughs> oh yeah, my man. word I
0: knew it was serious when I read that who's the other fella that he's gone into a consortium with it's like Ben Ali or something I don't know or I hey, like to think it's all just Todd his army of DOFs yeah, yeah. And been, You just it's the same with Madrid you just know what's going down like yeah. he's, he's, they're, they're coming back with their man one way or the other yeah, they're in there the to beast. negotiate but worst case they're coming back at full price yeah, it yeah. do not matter he's coming back in a potato sack 100% yeah. so there you go Enzo Fernandez looks like it's done now what do we think about Enzo Fernandez? Chelsea yeah. it's going to be a good signing isn't it so we need to caveat are these going to be hot or are these not these transfers on this deadline. Okay, I think the question of Enzo... We already know what his nickname's going to be. Ferrari Fernandes. Enzo Ferrari. Ah, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what we need to... The question that really is bad as well... I think he's going to be good because he's a good player. We saw that at the World Cup. Is he going to be a 130 mil kind of player? Is anyone, really? Fuck knows anymore, mate. I don't know. I don't even know what the baseline is anymore. Because this will make him the most expensive signing ever by an English team British transfer record 100% by, by a bit as well by a bit I mean who's, who's it's Jack Grealish I think is the top oh 100 yeah, God, yeah. so it's like an extra 15-20 mil on top of no that. this is crazy stuff this so this is insane and if we're being totally honest let's think about the other big transfers that big clubs have made just historically Jack Grealish wasn't, probably wasn't worth it overall Pogba wasn't worth it overall Van Dijk probably was worth it overall you know what I mean? It's not, big money's not a guarantee and actually usually oh. it's a it's a tough one. And he has only got six months in Europe. Oh. In Portugal. Oh. This could be McAllister based on the stats. McAllister would be a more short bet because he played in the Prem for two yeah. years. And they're both World Cup winners because yeah. if we're going to base it off the World Cup. Yeah. So it's I guess it's like valuing McAllister at let's say like 80 mil. Let's be a bit more conservative. Is that worth it? I feel like he'll be good but... I don't know I just don't know so, no. I don't know anything Chelsea, about him Chelsea have ruined us I just
1: you I don't mean, know anything about
0: him I mean look I'll put it like this what Chelsea have done to me this window right so Martinelli's agreed a new four and a half year contract congrats amazing news I've looked at that length and I thought oh it looks a bit short though. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean like oh why haven't we given him eight years you know like it's completely fucking ruined my concept of what's a good contract but you know went one in one out and we do have a real shock on deadline day this is Jorginho from Chelsea to Arsenal for 12 mil obviously how do you feel come on <sighs> put it out there i will actually put it into words so still reeling from this but if I remove the emotion I can understand the buy. <laughs> Caicedo, Tony Bloom will not playing <laughs> he won't play no games nah we put in a 70 mil beard apparently it was rejected you can't instantly. play poker against Tony Bloom no so with that in mind you've got what maybe just under 24 hours to find you know, decent cover for Thomas Partey. He's not covered though, is he? Well, unbelievably, his stats are really comparable to like Thomas Partey, really comparable with Thomas Partey, which makes no fucking sense. This is where so stats of fall tackles, down. Tackles, recovery. I can't believe it. I mean, admittedly, it might be a smaller sample size than Partey's because I, I doubt George has played the same amount of games but if that's really true then that's great cover I'm all for it it is good cover I think for 12 mil even if it's just for this just for this season, yeah. season 12 mil a Tenth to... for Venzo Fernandez. what if the party gets injured then you have like two paths one with Jorginho and one with Lokonga exactly I would prefer Jorginho I'm not saying he's a well-beater I'm not saying he can he, he will be a like for like but in this market you think of targets you know we went for Caicedo Fair enough. Like, that's a great shout. Didn't get him. So, this is a great backup. If it was Liverpool, no offence. So, it going. well, we'll be fine. <laughs> you know, like, I'm glad you've gone out, you've been proactive, you've got someone. Let's be honest, our track record from Chelsea is sh- really bad. <laughs> William Gallas. Check, William, meh, David Luiz. Argh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's not good, and yeah. he's thirty-one too. And then their but... record from you is really good as well. Uh, well Ashley Cole, Shrew. Yeah. There must be others. There's others. Amari Hutchinson, Rip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So mixed feelings, but I'm just glad we did get cover for Partey. And so yeah. we're gonna say that one's hot. I'm not going to say it's hot. It's, it's tepid. It's really tepid. Because you know what's really fucked me off as well, actually, is Chelsea fans loving the fact that we're buying him. <laughs> Doing, my <laughs> in, Doing my head it's in, there. Doing my head in. It's never a good sign. But you know, look, fans are fickle. Jorginho are fickle. was third in Ballon d'Or two years ago. Exactly. A year ago. So, Mental. really, it's a bargain. I think it is. I think it is. And hopefully you can buck the trend mm. of just coming to Arsenal for a payday and fuck all. But I think now he's got something to fight for, he might be up for it. Yeah, I'm uh, okay. I'll, I'll say I'm happy that we bought relative cover. I don't think he's like for like in any way. I don't care what the stats say. It's meant. I'm stats. not having it. When I saw the stats comparison, I was like, "This is just can't be real." But <laughs> just as another body, an experienced midfielder. What well, if you brought him on seventieth minute? i would be yeah, happy. Keep no it up, ticking over. Keep it ticking over. Pass it between the centre backs for twenty it, minutes, yeah, and Pardew gets a rest, and that's mm-hmm. been crucial for this run in. So. Yeah. That's it. He's a good stopgap. Right, next one, big one this one. How can Cancelo to Bayern? I just can't believe this. this I'm just going to throw nuts, it out there. Nuts this one. This is nuts, bro. They've obviously fallen out. Yes, yeah, so uh, big time. Sorry to plug them again, but the Athletic has shed some light on this one. Uh it appears that Cancelo and Pep Shock have fallen out over playing time. Mm. So the article insinuates doesn't say it directly but insinuates that he's quite a difficult character (laughs) who Pep or Cancelo both of them really both but yeah Cancelo apparently when he's not playing he's got the bad faces oh really and you know the bad face policy i (laughs) um, I, have put here it is probably quite hard to go from two years in a row PFA team of the year to being benched by an 18 year old yeah that is crazy pretty hard stuff isn't it so 70 mil buy option included looks like a Who's city players left back for City Ake far oh, for real they've got Walker Rico Lewis and Ake and Sergio Gomes in their fullback positions they have a full squad City of, need to stop this they have 19 senior players ok City have now squad. sold four first teamers in six months and they've brought in Haaland which is fine it's quite a big and... flex from Pep I don't care I think mean, it's a big flex you're not bigger than the team right? Like, how many it people can is... you just shift out Cancelo kind of on loan like that is big flex it's on loan as well oh, don't give a shit mate get out of there bad face. you know what I mean Like I, I kind of rate Pep for doing this I do but it's it, oh, everything's just coming up Arsenal at the moment just out of nowhere yeah. I mean the optics aren't great is it no because you feel Bernardo is probably one of the same yeah like probably also there's some sad faces all around yeah that um, is mad i did not see that come in no neither cuz this guy we were saying probably the best start season in the world watching lyrical best fullback in the world yeah now he redefined the whole position we thought trent redefined it this guy took it to another level yeah because he's inverted on top of it all he does look like a bit of a miserable bastard though doesn't he yeah but who cares when he's doing those freaking well, outside Pet, of the boot Pet assists he really cares <laughs> he cares Why, dude you should have come to Liverpool mate he played midfield <laughs> <laughs> it's a good move for him though you know you go to a massive club Champions League Bundesliga's nailed on most years I don't even know who his Bayern's used. are these days I don't even know what even is his position He might end up playing midfield with Kimmich at this point. Alfonso Davies and bloody Harkancello on the other side, though. Kimmich just... Oh, it's nice. That's very nice. Naughty. 70 mil option to buy in the summer. Personally, can't see that being activated. No, and he did say something as well in his... uh, In in an interview as to his reasoning why he left, which was... uh, I don't see it as a permanent thing. I'm still under contract at City. Mm. So... But you just can't, I, unless Pep budges, can't see that ever being. We've seen it too many times. Look at Ibra, Pep. Yeah. You know, your Toro Pep. You know. I can't think of any players off the top of my head that have been loaned out in the peak of their careers and then come back and. I done can't well. think of a player who's once fallen out of Pep, then reconciled. Hmm. Aguero? Maybe Aguero. Yeah, maybe Aguero. I think Aguero? Maybe Aguero then. Because Aguero dropped when he Can't joined. see Quao having the same sort of loyalty as <laughs> to be honest with you. No, I don't think so either. I think maybe back to Juve for him or something. Back to Italy. Yeah. And speaking of when one goes to Bayern, one comes out of Bayern. Marcel Sabitzer to Man United. Now this one really came out of nowhere and I suspect it's due to Eriksen's injury. 100%. They've moved fast. That is very unlike Man United. Mm-hmm. This is honestly, it's hard to recognise them anymore. They're competent They're decisive Decisive They're solid Making making smart moves They've got the best player In the league right now I don't understand What you I'm saying Even Weghorst Actually makes a lot of sense Yeah He in is scheme of things. He's like You know you play Like one bounce And you like Kick the ball against the wall He mm. is that wall <laughs> <laughs> You know You just feed things into him Makes things happen Yeah I'm a really big fan of him i watched him a lot For Leipzig When they had that Champions League run And Europa League run Last year Leipzig Oh, Sabitzer Yeah He plays for Bayern, mate Yeah, I know, but he played for Leipzig before, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I didn't really watch him at Bayern I don't think he's had a great time There's no shame I mean, Joshua It's just one of those exists, Where he was know? the best player outside of Bayern in Germany So they were like, well, we're contractually obligated you know, to buy you he's Very similar to Kimmich He's like a better Rabiot, though Yeah He's languid He's got good passing Keeps it. To he's pin, a good player He's a good player he's, he's a tidy player He will comfortably be their first choice I've Alongside Casemiro. Casemiro Sabbath the pivot sounds not quite nice sounds quite nice again Liverpool come on that was there that was an easy one we're going to come on to Liverpool because I'll have put that in my notes so. but yeah I think that's a really, a really I'd good signing that's, that's a hot signing right there yeah I can't see much going wrong there and no it's, risk. low it's weird because loans they seem to just be putting buy options in now yeah it just seems to have been the evolution of how it works with loans like, everyone wants to try before they buy now yeah and I, I like it I like it too because traps of fees are so expensive clubs really need to make sure they yeah. make the right decision. Or, I also think there's a creative accounting part of it where you don't have to announce the transfer outlet until the next season. But True. It's yeah. just it's just nice to see how football evolves. Right. Next one I've got Pedro Porro to Spurs. This one's just long all time. of it. The Spurs right-back situation yeah. in general. We can just breathe like this one. It's been a long time coming. Did you, did you hear Sporting renaged on there? Yeah, on the deal, the terms. But I just it's, love this. It's just fucking English football. Man. Yeah. Like, you want our players? You want our players? Oh, I'm sorry you came on this way. <laughs> 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 you can have medical. No, you can't. <laughs> this is so funny, dude. Oh, they know. They know they've got the power. Yeah. The funny thing, a yeah. bit of background on Pedro Porro. He came from City's Academy. No, moved to Lisbon for six mil. No way. Like a year and a half ago. Fuck off. Yeah, and now he's being bought by Spurs for forty-five to fifty mil. Oh, I better see you got a nice, healthy, selling clause there. So yeah, God. City are going to go ham this summer. I'm calling it now. So they're going to go. It's big. another player that affiliate with City. They put a lot of work in and then just wow. let go for peanuts. God, they could really do it with him that way. Yeah. God. Mad, isn't it? That is mad. That's a good stat. That. I mean, I can't profess that I know much, if anything at all, about Pedro Porro But yeah that's that's the reason I looked into him just because I was like oh, care for see. Spanish international yeah there's a definite level up on Emerson Royale for Spurs massive they just let up. Jed Spence go as well haven't they so never liked Jed Spence did they no big waste of 20 mil that what well who bought him <laughs> they literally didn't like him from the first they day they spent so much money on right wing backs it's crazy yeah it's nutty it's nutty but you know Emerson Royale who had him being the winner out of Mac Doherty Jed Spence, and Emerson Rael, who had him as the one that stayed Conte apparently, which makes that make is sense. crazy. But finally understood the error of their ways. I don't even want to think how many points right backs lost them this season. No, but yeah. yeah. So Jed Spence to Rennes, interesting, interesting. I, I mean, I feel like he needs to get out and just Rennes a good team. Yeah, in France, he's in that. He's in that funk where he might just start sliding. A Bit like Cesson Young. Yeah, he needs. He needs. Don't like, join Spurs if you're young and promising right now. He needs to do like the Adamola Lookman route, which is just go abroad and, and start smashing it elsewhere. He see, see, we should talk about him because that popped into my head. Good player. Doing really well at Antoine moment. I think he's the second top scorer in Syria. Behind. Or third top scorer. Osimhen. Osimhen, who yeah. looks on fire. <laughs> he's but, in like Lookman. We've always known about him. Lookman's a kind of signing that that's the kind of smart business you want if you yeah. can unlock him you always yeah. knew it was there Yeah, not in the same levels of, uh, as Odegaard but we all knew he was good could, well he could just get goals we you just know, couldn't work it out he doesn't need to be like a top player but he, he's good at getting goals so anyway tangent time we're moving back right i put Weston McKenney to Leeds because I feel like this is a bit of a coup for Leeds I feel like Weston McKinney is the best US player that they've got it's just so fucking predictable. <laughs> this window. It's just so fucking predictable, man. It's just got Jesse Marsh just written all over it. He's just oh, sitting God. there, and they're like, "Right, Jesse, we're going to back you. Who do you want?" And he's like, "Winston McKenzie." I <laughs> know, I know. And then they're like, "Okay, who else do you want?" And he's like, "I want the guy from Salisbury." <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on, Jesse. You've got a scouting team, my You're man. A scouting team just ripping up their notes. Yeah, like, I want all of these players, man. And so now their midfield is Brendan Aronson, uh, Tyler Adams, Weston and McKinney. Weston McKinney, <laughs> aka USA's men's national team. Bruh, they're literally the US team. US national, no, I can't even really talk. They've gone <laughs> the for it. The Yorkshire US team. They've gone for it. Uh, They've absolutely But he's it. the best of the bunch. Like When he went to Juve from Showcroft, he, he is allegedly. He is allegedly. But he's got a very stinky attitude, apparently. Has he? Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. He thinks he's he thinks he should be starting he every game. He thinks he's top dog. Yeah. Well, at least at Leeds he will. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think it is a coup for them because he should never be there. But he's another one where he made the wrong move to yeah, UBA, and patch now up. he he's moving below his. Well, no, I mean, you've got this little contingency of American players, up in Yorkshire, and American managers. So, watch Jesse Marsh get fired in two months' time now, and then all these guys just be stuck. Yeah, I was thinking that, but you know. He's he's known Tyler Adams since they were like children. Who hey, Marshall? No, uh, Weston Western. Yeah. So they know each other. They're like best friends. So that could be a very powerful pivot in the middle. I feel like Jesse Marshall's had a lot of backing, mate. They've made their club record signing in Jorginho Rutter, who I've never heard of. Never heard of him from Hoffenheim. Thirty-two mil. What well, Leeds Yeah, that was early in the season, the window, wasn't it? Yeah, I he's a striker. Never heard of him. Is he going to be good? Is he not? I really can't say. But I mean they they backed him They've given Jesse Marshall What over 50 mil To spend in this window That's what I mean If he still doesn't pick up Results now It's GG's He's the Jesse Marshall He's donezo He's donezo So there was One more transfer That isn't Premier League related So I'm breaking the rules But I think Mm -hmm. you can agree That this was the funniest Not funniest But One of the best stories To come out today Mm -hmm. Isco Yeah (laughs) To Union Berlin What the shit is going on bro This was pure football manager for, just for context like listeners if you don't know about Union Berlin they came up like three years ago and they are they are Burnley they are Burnley they are four the four two. League. they are Burnley they are big they are tough they are hard to break down and they're second in the Bundesliga and they're now second in the Bundesliga <laughs> because no one knows how to deal with them because they're awkward and they're horrible and so when you think about that and then you put Isco into Burnley that's that's why it's so fucking amusing yeah oh, oh, I'm so wanting this to go through but for whatever reason it's collapsed so he would be so protected though Isco is actually a free agent at this current time because I think he got released by Sevilla oh really yeah he's just he's having a weird end to his career yeah he's just like like a mysterious player isn't he he was so good for for early 2010 Madrid yeah he was quality but he never quite nailed that spot You always felt like he was going to lose it apparently he fell out with a lot of the Madrid players to be fair towards but he also refused to leave because he was running a massive contract Mm, fair yeah I mean I'm sad that didn't go through that would have been amazing would it have worked out almost certainly not and that's why it would have been amazing just watching Union Berlin try and pivot their entire style to suit this silky absolute maverick of a player (laughs) (laughs) who will not budge for anyone (laughs) I would have loved it so I've got a few a couple random ones that I picked out which I thought were a bit wild Wolves are going in I don't know if you've noticed, they've made, I think, five permanent signings in January. Wow. Including Craig Dawson. Nice. Age 32. Smart buy. Smart buy. Smart buy. Sarabia from PSG for four mil. Okay. Do you remember him? Yes, I do. He was rated once upon a time. He was very, very rated for Sporting yeah. Lisbon. He was like, maybe player of, the, player of the league? I don't know what it's called best player in the league at one point don't know why he was at PSG don't remember that happening No, PSG did do some random buys from Portugal I think they just wanted to get in on the Portuguese hype when we started just yeah. Then buying players like 20, 29 year old Sarabia it's, it's a weird one you know what it is I feel like to get the pedigree they've made some guarantees about January maybe which makes so much sense yeah he seems to be overhauling. it because yeah they've got Lamina who's Lamina's just good solid mid-table midfielder yeah, yeah. and then Yao Gomez who I've never heard of but this is the one that shocked me did you know Gonçalo Guedes, aka GG? Generally exceptional player, he's gone back to Portugal on loan. No. Yeah, he's gone. Really? He's gone. Oh, there's some weird stuff going on. But you, you know they deal with Portuguese. They did not fancy it. No. No. But I mean. And he costs like 40 mil. I feel like they're, it's creative stuff, but just moving people around, like favours. Like They have a very strange transfer setup, don't they? Yeah, but that one shocked me just to give up on him so quickly. And Fabio Silva's been loaned out again. Oh, Giving up on him too so that's like 75 mils yeah. worth of talent they've just like binned binned maybe they'll come good but the signs aren't great when you go on loan it's just loans though. it's just loans but like we said these are not brian loans Where they loaned them out with the intention of bringing them in these are loans because they haven't worked out and they're hoping it'll get better maybe maybe these are not planned loans. i don't know walls move in mysterious ways so indeed they do i shall not write off any um how are we doing for time big man we're doing good. We're on 25 minutes for the second half, so we've got a couple of minutes left. Well, I did. There's a couple of things I want to talk about. Sure, hit me. Obviously, you're a Liverpool fan. I am, although they are testing me. I see a lot of Liverpool fans getting irate at the fact that there's not nothing, not even a like a lead. Where our Arsenal fans have been, you know, we've we've been saturated with transfer targets over the last couple of weeks. Liverpool yeah. being very quiet. Now that's what we do, baby. Liverpool. Overtook Man United for the first time ever in terms of commercial revenue. That's so good. the money's there. What is going on? Two words, mate. Jude Bellingham. You're at, oh. All the money is being put aside for the summer. There's no way Jude's moving to Liverpool. No, There's but that's what's no happening. Way. We're putting all the money aside, just in case. Just to try and gazump everyone. Yeah. To do a Tom Bailey. Yeah. 200 mil! <laughs> 10 years! <laughs> we're flying out there tonight and we're not coming back without him. <laughs> that's what I think is happening you know what I think we're we're willing to just sack off this season we had such a good season last season I can't afford to though without Champions League yeah but I think it's happening it's just the inevitable churn of like high performance I just would have thought they would have backed their manager a bit especially after he's done so much for the club I am surprised but then we did actually spend quite a lot of money in the summer not compared to current markets but yeah but I don't know this is just the way we're run I oh, know This is just the way we run It's just a shame We run Sensibly It's not a shame actually I don't. You know we're the, the stadium has grown The debt is down Basically non-existent Yeah We're set up for long term Stability and success Which is very rare At the top Okay This is a quick fire round So I won't ask any more than that Give me out of 10 Chelsea's chaotic window mm, Out of 10 oh it's so difficult it's, it's a hard question, question. It? it's a hard question i'm gonna say seven i see, I see a boring answer that because it's neither one way i agree though because i don't want to be because like, it's, it's a is... 10 out of 10 because i just don't know they've overpaid a lot and for example this guy who's this guy they signed the right back oh Melo augusto no point i'm go- i'm just gonna say it on record now this is just one of those Emerson Royale or like whoever that, you know, when they buy just backup fullbacks I'll and don't ever honest. do anything. I'm really fond of this guy. Is he good? I bought him a lot on Football Manager Faves. Is he good? He's very good. He's rated. Gonzalo Guedes is also the best player on the game. Exactly. So. Gonçalo Guedes, for a time, was yeah. one of the best players going into the later years of FM. So there's no guarantee. But they have basically just gone through Wonder Kids on FM and just put an offer in. There were worse strategies than that. I know but like, that's what it boils down to like I can get into this I yeah. feel do you know what I mean like, I, I think I could get into it quite easily I could have recommended Badashila and Gusto as two like, prospects I'm sure I could have done it 100% easily could have done it last summer you know I just so quick tangent I don't know if you've been keeping track of this but in France there's a team called Reims, Reims? Yeah. not Rennes Reims yeah. They're doing quite well. I think Ball- they're like third. Balogun's there on fire. So Balogun's there on fire and their manager, do you know anything about him? Isn't he a ginger English <laughs> fella? Oh, he gets so much better than that. He gets <laughs> so much better than that. So he was brought in as like just a scout at like 28 because he played loads of football manager no, and he loved no. it. Shut He's a football manager ah. geek and he came in at 28 and then he was so good and so on point with everything he got promoted to assistant manager but he's got no qualifications. Then they sacked the manager, so he became interim caretaker at thirty. And every game that he manages, they're fined about twelve k or twenty k <laughs> because he's not allowed to be the manager. He's still doing his badges and he is crushing he is it he crushing it did he just th- beat PSG away? so he studied no they drew but. he studied on football manager he's got no qualifications he's a football manager geek oh my god there's hope people people football manager aficionados across the world unite this is our <laughs> time get in alright because Will White can do it at Ryan Reams isn't that that's mad. fucking nuts I was just watching Balogun banging at Parc de Prince against PSG I yeah. think they won Reams. they won mate the one, or they drew. I don't remember. No, either way, it felt like a win. it yeah. felt like a massive dub. So, I like that. What a great tangent to end it on. But one more question, if time allows me, is this the most exciting January transfer window of our lifetime? No, Never because problem. there was a the one with Torres and Andy Carroll. Oh, that, that was, was pretty exciting, gas, to be fair. Because Andy Carroll was flown from Newcastle on a helicopter. Yeah you know what Jack's just, absolutely right just for the drama mate that was fucking nuts that window yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just carnage that was nuts yeah it's Suarez and Carroll yeah. in for Torres who admittedly was well past it at that point but this deadline day has been probably the second best it's it's maybe been, the best it's deadline day yeah. I, mean, I mean it's still going it's still going There's still the British record to fee hard. is going to be smashed I did not see I did not see um, what's his name Jorginho moving at all I don't know where that came from just a lot. Cancelo caught me off guard, so there's still hope for Liverpool to just tie something I'm up. I'm just hoping that there's confirmation. Oh, eight seconds ago. Here we go. Oh my <laughs> it's days. Done. Enzo oh. Fernandez. He's boarding his Turkish Turkish Airlines flight to London now. Oh my Job days. Job done. Todd Bowie's completed life. This is it. It's done. Oh my days. Here we go. Oh my god. But well, there you have it. What a great time to end the pod. I hope you listened to the end because that really was that was a real twist right at the end. It's been a pleasure to record oh, this on Deadline Day. That. Jack's head's gone. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe what I'm hearing. We're going to have a cup of tea and we're just going to curl up in a blanket. And... Six months in English football. You can't pay over 190 goal. See, for this he's saying English football. His head's completely gone. his oh, <laughs> head's completely gone. <laughs> oh, my words. I'm scrambled. I can't believe this. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm going to close Twitter now. Okay well look we're back on the weekend for more Premier League fixtures thanks for listening as always follow our socials hit the subscribe I don't know what else do they say just make sure we get yeah. some money guys <laughs> <laughs> otherwise we're going to put loads of stinky ads in the middle of this yeah you don't want ads right? don't there will be ads, ads I hope one day come on we're going to blow up soon if you want us to narrate your ads in the middle of this podcast <laughs> we'll do it we'll do it with a aplomb We'll write a creative little quirky script. Your sales will be through the roof. Through the roof, just like I listened, man. (laughs) 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 Right, peace and love. See you next time. Goodbye.